Merry Christmas and welcome to On Walking the Way. This week we're going to talk about finding hope in an age of lies and violence and whatever else. So, I suppose there are many that feel this time of year is a time of empty sentiment, or possibly a form of harmless escapism, a time where we dream of peace on earth and goodwill toward men, and wish each other a Merry Christmas or even Happy Holidays. But to most, and I fear even many Christians, the hope of Christmas has become so abstract and distant that it has more in common with a pleasant memory or a happy thought than a living and vital hope. It's been a long time since the first coming of Jesus, so long, in fact, that the cynical and uninformed are starting to talk as if Jesus was nothing more than a legend. Jesus himself saw this and warned us, saying, Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he's offering service to God. And they will do these things because they have not known the Father, nor me. But I have said these things to you, that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told them to you. And Paul described our state even more clearly, telling Timothy, I charge you in the presence of God and Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but have itching ears. They will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. It's not hard to see what Paul is talking about here as we take in the news from various sources and watch as people take sides on everything. Everyone is so sure they are right, and yet the more they reject the source of all things, the more unhinged their thinking gets. When asked why they believe something, each of them can quote a notable person or source of some sort to give credence to their beliefs. We live in a world where literally everything is a matter of opinion, where truth is scoffed at and framed as nothing but a personal perspective or opinion. This kind of my truth, your truth, gives us no guidance. It has no power at all, until, that is, it is adopted by the mob and enforced through bullying and coercion. It was a mob of exactly that sort that hailed Jesus as king 2,000 years ago and then screamed for his crucifixion all in the same week. Nothing changes. Mobs of self-serving people are always the same. And now we have electronic mobs. But a mob is a mob. But there is a truth we celebrate at Christmas. And as Christians, we know him. The truth, as I have said before, is that which is. When Moses asked God's name, he simply told Moses, I am that I am. God is the truth, and Jesus is God. This understanding was behind his words when he told his disciples, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can truthfully say that except God, but Jesus did say that. And he did miracles to back it up. 
Then he was crucified, and then he rose from the dead. Now those are the facts of Christianity. The challenge for us is believing the truth to such an extent that it truly transforms our lives. Christmas was designed to be a time of both remembrance and anticipation. Advent is the beginning of the church calendar. It was to be a time of remembering the miracle of God's love and grace. To remember what Jesus gave up to become a helpless human being and to remember that he is going to come again. Only this time, he will not be helpless at all. He is coming as the fully glorified Son of God. He is coming to destroy evil and death, ushering in a new age with a new heavens and earth and eternal life for all those that believe. The questions we have now, the questions that seem so overwhelming, will pale into complete irrelevance in the light of his glory, the glory of his fully realized eternal kingdom. This season, I have determined to be much more intentional in my hope in the coming of Jesus, rather than be satisfied with feel-good moments, as great as they can be at times. Jesus came once to confirm the promises of God and pave the way of salvation for us at a tremendous cost. He will come again with power and glory and bringing eternal life with him. Death, pain, injustice, and war will end. He truly is the King of Kings and the Prince of Peace. His reign will never end. He can't be voted out or overthrown. Two thousand years ago, Jesus humbled himself to become a helpless baby and a servant of all mankind. But now, Jesus is king forever, and he will be back. So have a great Christmas.